walk through the valley of the What's that? What's that? Ice Fang Codal. Ren and Six. That's four two drops, just so you know. Those are yeah, all. That's, but that's modern, right? I guess so. You just like lose the tower. That's where we're at in, in the format. Like, if you're not playing an abundance of two drops and one drops, you're just fucking Dobbs. You're dead on board. You're fucked. Think of Ice Fang Codal. And then you play Bolts. Yeah, Ice Fang Codal is a fucking awesome card in that list. Yeah, dude. I'm, I'm telling you, Rob Delver's going to be a thing. Or could be a thing. I don't I don't know if it's going to be a thing. I really think I'm going to buy Ren and Six before they go higher. I, Ren and Six is going to be it's going to be a staple in Legacy for a while. Guaranteed. Well, it's a, and it's an actual good two mana planeswalkers, the thing. They've made two mana planeswalkers. Tibble isn't good? What the fuck no, are you Tibble, trying to say, dude? Tibble can lick the tip of my dick. That's <laughs> suck. So bad. It's, he's, not, he's not that bad. He's only completely unplayable. Yeah. He's good for a good if you want a token of something. I had a fight. <laughs> he's a he's a good proxy. What's up, sweethearts? Welcome back to another episode of the Fetch and Shock Podcast. I am your host, a stack of modern mastered splinter twins, Tyler. And joining me as always is my co-host, a foil Russian birthing pod, Matt. Matt, oh, what's going on, my man? That's fucking spicy. I like that one. Yeah, because those are both cards that are banned in a certain format. Yeah, I'm good, dude. How are you doing? I'm I great. I feel like I haven't talked to you again for like a week. Yeah, we just have stopped becoming friends ever since we started podcasting more. Yeah, it's like when weird. just something becomes your job, you start hating it. Well, I've always hated talking to you. It's just you're the well, only I've one. I've always who... hated magic and talking to you. So you're the only one who will talk to me. You're the only one who put up with my shit. You're welcome. Like, for example, um, whenever I was coming in to start podcasting and I was calling you to say, hey, get on your computer. And I said, hey, you cock, get on your phone or get on the computer. <laughs> and my wife, you just hear my wife yelling in the background, stop calling people a cock. It's gross. <laughs> yeah, she was bummed. And I'm just like, oh, I'm just dying because I didn't know you. I was on speakerphone. <laughs> yeah, it was really funny. Oh, my God. It was great. Because all I hear is her, her dainty little voice in the background just yelling at you for calling me names. Yeah, she was <laughs> sticking up for you. I feel validated. Yeah, every time that she, she opens her mouth, it's in some kind of respect Defense for me. of you. Yeah, yeah I'm Defending into that. you. I appreciate her. Well, speaking of not playing Magic, how was your pre-release weekend, man? This, was, this, this past weekend was the Magic Corset 2020 pre-release. I did a bunch of shit at my apartment. Yeah. And I took my dogs on a hike, like a long-ass hike. So you're saying you didn't play Magic the Gathering this weekend? Did not play Magic at all this weekend. You didn't go to an LGS? You didn't even jump on Moto and play something? Nope. Corset 2020 seems like ass cheeks. I'm not all about it. Eh, I mean, it's a fun format. But I'm not Uh, about this format. It didn't seem fun to me, especially the sealed. Well, similar to you, I did also didn't leave my apartment this weekend. I did take my dog for a walk, but I did also find the time to jump on and play a sealed league on magic online and i did two drafts on magic arena first of all drafts on magic arena are great but it's so awkward not drafting with humans well it's so weird yeah it's not the same it really isn't like i lived the actual dream first of all my sealed pool on magic online was a medium bad like i just no synergy i had in my sealed pool i had five copies of the three mana draw two that costs one less if you have a creature with flying i had five copies of that How like many flyers what? you have that would be good if you had like all flyers oh no 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 yeah i had i had five copies of those and i'm pretty sure i had amongst my entire sealed pool maybe 10 flyers total yeah it doesn't seem to and that was in all the colors <laughs> yeah it doesn't seem very it was good. bad 
So I, I cobbled together like a blue, red, green. It was green, red, and it was splashing blue elementals list and entered the league and proceeded to get trounced round after round after round by fucking unbeatable rares. Like I lost to the black cavalier that just has a removal spell tacked onto it because that's fun. I lost that's to what you said bombs are basically just the yeah. fucking king of the format. Yeah, I lost to I lost to essentially a mono blue deck playing the blue cavalier that was also playing the three mana creature that when a blue creature enters the battlefield it mills target player. So I I got milled out by that. <laughs> so that guy was living on. And then I lost to somebody who had both of the green rare hydras. Yeah, you were telling me about that, and that's just like, okay, well, get fucked. You're yeah, not. Like, but you're like not. I tried to have bad. good games of Magic, and my opponent just played constructed level power cards, and I'm playing these like mediocre limited cards. Good filler cards. Yeah, I get to play commons and uncommons, and these guys get to play rares and mythic rares. So you can you can figure out how that went for me. Not good. Yeah, like I'm eventually gonna have to draft this set for practice for our annual tournament, but if I can hold off. I mean, that's that's monster cool that. Yeah. I might do one or two here and there online or if I decide to go to an LGS or something and waste a couple hours and some money just to piss around and play cards, then yeah. I, I mean, will. Also, but... dude, just fucking get Magic Arena. Like, it gets you reps with the cards, and it's quicker than any other way to draft. Yeah, you keep saying this shit. It just gets you familiar with it, because I drafted on Magic Arena for Magic 2020, and it was an awkward thing, because you, obviously you're not drafting with human beings, but sometimes that works really really well in your favor like my i pack one pick one hanged executioner and i'm like yeah we're off to the races pack just for you tyler i'm literally downloading it right now <laughs> so you can see my computer so you, obviously you can't see anything but i have we are sharing screens on skype right now and he is legitimately downloading the <laughs> mtg arena client right now as we're podcasting so yeah that yep called motherfucking multitasking i'm proud of you man this is like this is the closest thing to instant gratification i've ever had coming from you because usually you're fighting me 100 percent of the way this time i was just like just fucking download you're like oh oh yeah okay cool <laughs> taking a good old fucking time but yeah for one of my drafts i just i first picked pack one pick one hang executioner pack one pick two the three mana lord for flyers and then drafted blue white flyers the entire time and ended up with i swear to got six of the fairy miscreants. Oh, for some is that reason, uh, the draw card if you control one of them? Uh-huh. Because yeah, the Magic Arena draft bots do not pick up that card very highly. So I was, like, wheeling them, getting them, like, third to last pick in some of these packs. Yeah, that has to just fucking... It was, I was cool like, it. it skews everything. Like, in comparison to see a player and they see six of them come around, they're going to start picking those motherfuckers up. Like, if you yeah. see... Some of those, I'm picking those up. They're good. They're a one drop. That well, can yeah, because I saw one in pack two when I cards. picked the Flyer Lord, and I was like, oh well, maybe I'll get, maybe I'll get a couple of them on the wheel, and it'll work with these flyer things that I got going on. And then I saw another one like later in like pack seven, and there was nothing else in the pack, so I'm like, oh, I might as well pick it up. I literally have nothing to lose. And then the other one wheeled from pack two, or from yeah, from pack two in the first first pack, and I was like, oh okay, yeah, we're doing this. And I just started yeah. grabbing all of them. It was, oh my God, it was great. That was like one of the sickest blue white flyers decks I've ever had. Well, having one drop flyers is always awesome because not you're going to chip in with those little bitches all the time. Hell yeah. And that's, the, that's another thing about this format that I really like. Everything seems balanced. There are 
ridiculous rares. But if you just throw out the ridiculous rares and just play like, let's say everybody at the table opens Graft Digger's Cage, then you get to have a good draft and nobody gets totally blown out by some stupid mythic rare 5-5 five, five flyer that does something crazy. That brainstorms and then scries. Yeah, yeah, like the Blue Cavalier that does that. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, that's why it didn't seem fun to me. It might be fun. I don't know. I've never actually drafted it. I only can say, base my opinion off what other people have said. Sure. And what I've, the cards I've seen. If everyone drafts bombs and if everyone opens a bomb, cool. That's awesome. Not everyone always opens a bomb. Like yeah, you said, someone might not. open Graft Digger's Cage or some shitty. Or like a Leyline or something. Like yeah, you're going to take which, that Leyline, but it's you, you feel bad about it. Is you're never going to play Leyline on the Void and Limited. No, if you're money drafting, you're going to take Leyline. But you're never, the void. but you're never in your in paper, you're never going to pass that Leyline. Depending on what I was doing, if I was just. FNMing, I probably wouldn't pass. I'd probably grab it. But if it was for something that was actually your day competitive, two of GP, you're going to pass that. But yeah, the, the, you have you have some expected value from winning your games, and it's probably going to be higher than that. Like, yeah, that's what I mean. It's ninety percent of the time. I, I don't digress. think you're... the format. The format is yeah. is tangent tangent number one, bitches. <laughs> Just stack them up. The format. The format seems fine. It's in my opinion better than War of the Spark. In my opinion, better than Ravnik Allegiances. And I think it's a little bit worse, if not on par with Guilds of Ravnica. It's nowhere like near as fucking good as Modern Horizons. Not even close. And I think coming off of Modern Horizons, and that's the next format we're drafting, that might make it feel a little bit worse. Well, if they would make a fucking core set better than the first set, specifically that they made for Modern, I'd lose my shit. That'd yeah, I would so be so dumb. bummed. So dumb, but yeah. I agree. Not nearly as good as that. Yeah, Modern Horizons is insane. I've yet to draft it. I'm, like, I'll, I'm gonna draft it, and I might love it. Who knows? I mean, it's if you. I've never had my socks knocked off by a limited format for a core set, but I've never yeah. been disappointed by a core set limited format. It's true. They're just. It's like if you're giving it a grade, it's like it's always going to be a C, no matter what you do. It's never going to be a ridiculously fun format or a fucking terrible format. It's always going to be right there in the middle. Yeah, exactly. Like if, if it'll yeah, lane on the highway. Like, it's go. always going to be a three. Sometimes it's going to be like a 3.5. Sometimes it's going to be a 2.5, but it's always yeah. going to be somewhere in the middle. They're going to average out to blah. Yeah. And honestly, what the last core set was 19. I drafted that format like a little bit. I don't really remember it at all. It was super forgettable. I think I have a feeling that's like what this one's going to yeah. add up to in, in the annals of history. Yeah. It's not going to be like, Oh dude, we're drafting in later. Oh, hey, man, 10 years down the road, if you're like, hey, we're drafting Corset 2020. And everybody's like, what? what? The fuck, why are you that doing that? That? that was printed. Fuck that. Yeah. Let's, let's, yeah. I would rather not do that. Let's just go something do good. something yeah. else. Let's never play Magic again instead. Yeah. Or let's, <laughs> hey, I have a fucking popper or some shit like that. It's just going to be not that important. And I love pre releases. Those, those are easily the most fun Magic events of the year. When you have one, right smack dab in a holiday weekend. So, I mean, for the non-U.S. citizen Populist. listeners out there, this this pre-release was on American Independence Day. Which is and... when America told England to go fuck itself. <laughs> so, pretty much what we do that day is uh, we eat a lot of food because we're fat Americans. We're red, and, white, and blue. And we blow we up things because we're ignorant. And we just we just genuinely just have a, a a good time. We we celebrate the fact that we're a country. It's where yeah, adults can day drink without repercussion yeah, until Friday rolls around. 
Yeah, it's not, it, it's just a setup for one of the many National Hangover days. Of, yeah. Which is fine. I, a lot of people did some activity over that weekend, so they didn't have to wake up Friday morning and just be totally fucking wrecked. And that really puts a fucking damper on anybody wanting to do a fucking pre-release. Like, God forbid you want to do a midnight pre-release and then wake up and drink all day, or be hungover all Friday and then go do a midnight pre-release. Fuck that. Yeah, it doesn't sound fun. I mean, sure, there's also kids who play this game, because, you know, it's intended for children, but... Kids, <laughs> the, the adults that play it that partake in the partay that's a different okay so i'm gonna veto 2020 and say let's fucking move on before i rip my hair out because it's that's not fine. i'm over that format and yeah. we had some far more fucking exciting things happen in magic the gathering during the week way fucking more exciting yeah. namely the bnr came out the ban and restricted list and everybody knew the target was Hogak. The Hogak deck needed something gone. Yeah, and Hodor needed to get fucking yeah, he needed, he knocked needed down to, a couple notches. Yeah. Well, they needed. he needed to hold the door, and he sacrificed himself so everybody else could live. He did hold the fucking door open. He hold the door for a small amount of time, but now the bridge has been burnt. Ooh, goddamn, that was good. Thank you, I appreciate that. Yeah, so Bridge from Below has been banned in Modern. Uh, I think not. now thinking about it, everybody can look back and think, yeah, that probably... It enabled the combo that could kill without the combat step, which fucking sucked. And it's not a card that is in Modern Horizon. Which is and the Watsi big has thing, shown which I'm a, fucking annoyed with. And I don't even play that shit. I mean, Watsi has shown a, a pension for not wanting to ban brand new cards. And I, I, I don't blame them, especially because these cards are new and exciting. And we don't know how busted they could be without a card like Bread from Below. And I've said in previous episodes, if you haven't heard me complain about this, fucking go back and listen. Bridge from Below is just a nonsense card. Like, that card is fucking stupid. It's three black mana, and if you actually cast it, it does fucking nothing for you but up your fucking devotion for black. That might fucking matter, man. <laughs> yeah, what if you cast Grey Merchant of Acid, though? You're, then you could fucking dome your opponent for three. See, That's I a six-point life swing, my dude. There's not another card like it, and I love it because it's so unique. That's why I love it. Yeah, but it's all, but unique things sometimes are not good. One and of my I think Bridge from Below is a perfect me, example just because of you're unique. A buddy of mine, his dad once said, just because you're unique does not make you... Which kind of fits here, hey, I guess. That's exactly Bridge from Below. Your buddy's friend must have played Modern Hogak. Yeah, I doubt that. But... Yeah, me too. <laughs> <laughs> but, so, we that was the only bans as far as constructed magic formats that are tournament legal. Yeah. There we were some also, other bannings. I said for a tournament league. Yeah. No, I'm saying no, I was leading you into it. There's some oh, other yeah, bannings there, and unbannings. There was some more bannings that did occur... In the format known as Elder Dragon Highlander or Commander, we have cards unbanned and banned, which is, I think, cool. And I think in a format like Commander, it could really benefit from this more often, where they take things off and put things on just to keep the format fresh. Yeah, it's, it's kind of cool to mix it up a little bit, especially in a singleton format. Yeah, exactly. So and they banned... to be fair, two of the cards, the two cards they banned... They were fucking deserving to be Yeah, there. they're fucking degenerate cards. Nobody likes these cards. Well, I love one of these cards, but it's for constructed reasons and not <laughs> commander reasons. Yeah. So they banned Iona, Shield of Amiria, and Paradox Engine, which are both absolutely fucking... Especially in commander. Like, you're not going to play any of those. Well, you'll play Iona and Dredge decks, but... Yeah. Well, also, I mean... You're going to go ahead and... Animator? Uh, you're going to read those cards off, just so... Sure, those yeah. Of, uh, those of our folks who who are not versed in Iona and Paradox Engine, because Iona's a weird one, too. And unless you play that card in Commander or you play that card in 
some other format. She's a fucking weird one. So Iona Shield Ramirez is six mana and three white. So she's a nine mana creature. She is a seven, seven flyer. And when she enters the battlefield, you choose a color. Opponents cannot cast spells of that chosen color. Which can so, literally just shut decks the fuck down. Yeah. There was a time where I played this card in modern. I was playing uh, Gifts Ungiven combo. Yeah, and where so you get you would, it out turn four. Yeah, you, would, you would cast Gifts Ungiven and you would either go get Iona or Elishnorn and you'd get them burial rights depending on the matchup. And you would reanimate whichever one. And a lot of the times, if I'm playing against like Burn or something and I live that long, I just go... I just go get Iona, bring it and back the lose. next turn, and they, they, they can't do anything about it. They literally cannot beat you. Every single one of their cards is red. Yeah. It, Which it, that it, actually, that plays into one of the cards that was unbanned, but we'll talk about that after the Yeah, we move to that, yeah. Next she, but she's a very powerful card, and imagine being in Commander and sitting down and you're playing like Cranko or something like that. Like you're Which playing a mono-red mono deck. Mono-red, yeah. Or you're playing mono-green. It doesn't matter. You're playing a mono-color deck. Even a two-color deck that literally shuts off fifty percent of your deck. deck. Yeah, you're right. Fifty percent. But yeah, you're sitting there and you're you're having a good time making goblins, and your opponent just goes shenanigan, shenanigan, shenanigan. Iona, and naming no your ma, color, amigo. and you just stop playing magic at that point. Yep, you have to literally that wait for someone up. else at the table to kill them, or yeah, to kill the Iona, or kill them, or kill Iona. <laughs> Yeah, so that's probably a smart move if that card was banned. That card sucks. At yeah, and I never really fun. saw Iona too much in Commander, but I'm sure the people who faced it was like, oh, come, what the fuck? Yeah. Um. So the other card that was banned was uh, Paradox Engine. So Paradox Engine is a five-mana legendary artifact, and it says whenever you cast a spell, untap all non-land permanents you control. You know it's really so good this with this? one's obviously, it's just a combo. Mana rocks are enabler. really fucking good with this. Yeah. Yeah, mana dorks are really, really not bad. Mana rocks and something that'll draw a card. Yeah. Like, you can just combo off with any amount of, like, and this, this, the thing is, it can be an artifact-based deck. Like you said, mana rocks, you just play another mana rock. It untaps all of them. The one that comes to mind is uh, that Jora deck, and she makes historic spells cost one less. Yeah, and you uh, draw a card whenever you cast a historic spell. Yeah, so every time you're casting something, you're drawing a card, untapping all of your permanents, well, untapping all of your non-land permanents, which all of them make mana, and they're just adding more mana and just continuing the engine, and you get to do, like, Isochron Scepter shenanigans and all this garbage, and you pretty much draw your deck and kill your opponents. That's no fun. Yeah, this one was needed to be banned for a long-ass time. Yeah, I agree with that. I don't, I've, again, I've never played against it in Commander, thank God because I am very specific with who I want to play commander with. And if anybody was ever just like looking through, if I ever like saw somebody and be like, Oh, you play commander. They're like, Oh yeah. I was like, I'll be like, Hey, can I see your deck? They'll give it to me. I'll look through it. And if I see a card like paradox engine, I'm going to immediately hand it back to them and say, yeah, deck looks cool. Uh, I'm not playing with it, ever. Yeah. Just because it does have such potential to just do some stupid, stupid shit, well, stupid I'm in a powerful way. I have a fuck. I have a very strict criteria when it comes to playing commander and it's I, I play legacy and I play modern and I play limited formats and I play cube. And those are the formats I play vintage online. Those are the formats where I want to do degenerate shit. Those are the formats when I get, want to get my spike out of me. That's when I want to be fucking really into what's going on and do busted shit and have that part of my magic life satiated. When I'm sitting down to play Commander, I want to have a couple beers. I want the game to last like a fucking hour. 
I want there to be everybody at the table having equal fun. Yeah, just doing some dumb shit. Cards like Paradox Engine and Iona are the exact fucking opposite of what I want from Commander. Yeah, I agree. Which and I there's nothing wrong with people who want that 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 side of Commander where they want to have their cake and they want to eat it too, and they want nobody else at the table to even look at the cake. I personally am just never going to play with those people. But we did get a card unbanned. From that's my that's okay. Second tangent of the fucking episode. Yeah, you, you went off there a little bit. It's all right. It's fine. Um. So the, the, there was a card unbanned, and it is Painter Servant. And I, this card has a, a sweet spot in my heart because Legacy. So Painter Servant is a two mana one three artifact creature. He's a crow for anybody out there. It's who's a fucking scarecrow. Of course, he's a scarecrow. So Painter Servant, uh, when he comes into play, you choose a color. Sounds familiar to like another card we were just talking about. I don't know. Um. <laughs> and he also says all cards that aren't in play and spells and permanents are the chosen color. So pretty much everything that's in your deck, everything that's on the battlefield, everything that's in your hand, everything that's a part of that game of magic is everything the chosen. in your opponent's deck too. Just oh, everything. Yeah, everything that's a part of that game of magic. So your opponent's hand, your hand, your your battlefield, your opponent's battlefield, your opponent's deck, your deck. Everything is that chosen color. Now imagine playing that card with Iona. <laughs> yeah, like, these oh, two should never have been like, allowed together, which they didn't. So good for them. Yeah, I mean, that's smart. Like if there was ever a world where Painter and Iona were uh, in the same format together, at least in Commander, that'd be a fucking travesty. Like that's, that's a goddamn mess. Yeah. Now this card is, there's a legacy deck built around this. Yeah, Painter and Grindstone. Painter Servant uh, makes all the cards one color. And grindstone mills until you hit something of a different color. Yeah, so it just mills your opponent do. completely out, you know. You never do. You never hit something that's not a color because everything is that color. That's a cute deck. Yeah, but without Iona in the format for Commander, this is perfectly fine, I think. I mean, you are going to be able to set up the grindstone combo, but you can only Silver Bullet one-shot one person per turn. And it's well, going to take some do Like There's some... going to be people who just fucking mize it and just have it out of their singleton 100-card deck. They just have painter server grindstone and before and anybody can think about it they just fucking shotgun them down one after another after another but uh, that's more unlikely and it's at least something that people can answer at the table as yeah, opposed to auto fucking loss. Yeah. you can't do anything you're fucked the second that happens you are ko'd you can't play lands you can't do anything there's also a fair amount of like big eldrazi in commander which will shuffle your deck back in yeah so sure so I guess it's technically a draw. Really that. So if you get someone with an Eldrazi, it's a draw because the game state doesn't progress and it's just constant. Yeah, they're going to have to kill you some other way that isn't. No, no that's technically that's a draw because that tech that action will continue forever. Oh, because it will shuffle back in. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. So in Commander, it's just like, oh, well, you're dumb, you idiot. And then you're dumb. The you game's idiot. over. It's like it's a draw. Or they say, hey, you can't yeah, mill me awkward. out or what? And Commander's kind of chill. They like, they could be like, okay, you can mill until you hit that, and then it's done. The first time yeah. it hits, and you just like done. you just sh you put all those cards, you, mill, you mill hit that draw and then you shuffle everything back in, and then the trigger resolved. Yeah, something like that, or whatever. And like, I think that's also the great part about Commander is one, Watsi isn't control this Commander ban list. It's uh, it's another yes, committee altogether. The best part because I honestly think Watsi, with all due respect, are a bunch of fucking dum dums. <laughs> when it comes to bans and unbans. Some of their bans are very warranted, don't get me wrong. But yeah, like right. I'm still under the opinion that they didn't they banned Bridge because it's been in the format for a long time where yeah. they could have fucking banned Altar of Dementia and just been 
And you'd okay. have been in the same you, spot. You still can fuck. You still have sacrifice outlets in modern. Yeah, sure you do. And you can't really go infinite with any of the other ones that I'm aware well, of. Yeah, I mean that's true. Well, you can technically go infinite with alter, but it might as well be infinite because it's just I'm gonna kill you. I'm gonna mill your whole deck out. Say go, you draw and lose. Yeah, sure. In modern, there's not another sack outlet like that. What can you do? You can make a big fucking creature that doesn't have hexproof, indestructible, or any other. Well, you can't get can't get rid of it. No. Or you can scry a fuckload. Okay, cool. Have yeah, at cool. It. At least as far as the cheap ones that that deck would play. Yeah. Uh, Bridge from sure Logic is the right band. See, I don't. I well, fuck that. I'm not getting into that. I think that the commander band who controls the ban list is not Watsi. It's a fucking committee. You know, it's of a, yeah, it's a committee of individuals who are members of like some commander group. I don't actually know how they fucking select the people. I think it's like some of the OG people who fucking came up with commander. Like some of the judges that developed commander. I know yeah. I know it, it is it is a list that is curated and vested frequently. It's people who actually really give a fuck about commander. So, it's yeah. not like I'm thinking they're a bunch of scrubs just random fucking schmucks off the street that somebody just picked up and said, "Hey, what do you know about Elder Dragon Highlander?" and they're just like, oh, "I'm not a goddamn thing." And it's <laughs> like, okay, um, perfect. Come make our ban list. Why can't they fucking do that with other formats? I don't, because I, th- my thing is other formats are competitive or will at least have a competitive scene that is based on pro tours or mythic championships. They have GPs. They have all these other things that Watsi has to really fucking care about. They don't have to care about commander. Commander can be their own thing and do their own thing and keep those players happy while also be being given these supplemental products like these commander decks and like all those commander players are going to be totally fucking fine. They're all going to be thumbs up the entire time. They're not going to be complaining. Why not let other people control that ban and restricted list when it has no impact on competitive magic? Watsy has to keep a thumb on the competitive magic scene because that is so largely part of their brand. They can't let anybody else fuck it up. But I don't think they would fuck it up. That's the thing. The people who play, they're not going to play games that, or one turn, like, oh, okay, I'm gonna either kill you on turn two, or you kill me on turn two. That's not competitive magic is like that, but the people who actually care about it, they would stop it when it gets to that point. Now, yeah, granted, but there's there's more riding on. I am the first formats person like modern who will tell and you, legacy and vintage than there are on things like commander. See, I oh, no, I think that it should be player based or some committee of people who actually give a fuck about the format. Because let's face it, Watsi doesn't give a fuck about the format. They give a fuck at the end of the day about how much money they make per quarter or whatever they do. Yeah, and that's one of the reasons why Modern Horizons cards didn't get banned. Because that format is, you can still purchase those cards. Which is cummy. That, that's shitty <laughs> real mean, quick. I don't, they have done in the past when, what, fucking uh, Modern Masters 2015? That was still in circulation when they banned Splinter Twin. So people were getting missed out on that pretty hard. Which that's a different discussion. But yeah, you're right. They like, I don't think that should have been. I'm not even getting into that. That'll be a whole nother episode. Because <laughs> I'll fucking go off on that. Well, I, well, I, I, I really think the people who are the heads, quote unquote, the heads of the format, the people who fucking play the format the most, yeah. are the people who. And I don't think I should be on that committee. Don't get me wrong. I might bitch yeah, about you're stuff, a fucking but, idiot. Yeah, but there are people who legitimately play modern very very frequently and need and play frequently for pro points yada 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 sure and they're not going to be the ones okay well it's a they're not going to want to play games of magic where okay well if i'm on the play i win and if you're on the play you win 
they're not going to want to do that. They're going to keep the format healthy. Now, granted, it might be a little bit more degenerate, and you might not be able to see the bullshit decks, but Modern's been so fucking aggressive, you you don't see these bullshit decks. No, Modern's been a fast format. It's only getting faster. That's what I mean. I think the important part about Modern Ban and Restrictions, too, is the fact that it needs to come from a lot of data. Yeah, Like, you and, can't just take... And- I think that Wizards could honestly put in guidelines. Okay, well, if this deck gets X percent of the meta share, we got to ban something from it. Or maybe if it holds that if it holds that X amount of meta percentage for X amount of time, that's when it gets the ban hammer. But honestly, we don't know that that's not criteria. It might be, but they they don't tell us anything. They just no, say, I don't okay, think they. I don't think they would tell. And us then that. Ian Duke comes on and he's like, "Well, my brother's a fuckload better of everything than I am." So I'm gonna sit here Does and he do still myself. even work for Wizards? Yeah. Does he? Yeah, he had a he put out a reasoning why. Oh, that's uh, right. He does do the the, the banning restriction announcement stuff. Yeah. I'm just so used to seeing him on like coverage and shit. But oh wait, we don't have coverage for anything. <laughs> yeah, and don't get me wrong, I have no problem with the Indy. It's just funny that Reed no, he's a good guy. It's just funny that his brother is, better, yeah. one, is probably the best one of the best players to ever played the game. Yeah. So I like shitting on him from here here and there. But yeah. Yeah, that's, even if that's you're that's listening, we're sorry. <laughs> I'm not sorry. I think it's fucking hilarious, and I will not apologize for that. But that's that's my two cents. If you think I'm wrong, fucking yell at me on Twitter or say something. Don't just be a yeah, little I mean, bitch. I, you just, oh, I think you're coming, you're yeah, coming yeah. from a good place. My thing is, they could have an option to do that, and I still don't think they would fucking do it. No. Because if anybody tries to fuck with their purse, they're going to lose their shit. That's what and I mean. The they best could way to come prevent... up with fucking guidelines yeah, if they the really wanted is... to. They probably do have some some amount of guidelines. We just don't know about it. And the less they tell us about stuff that goes on internal, the less that they hear us chirp. They don't hear it. Don't fucking kid yourself. You're right. We're screaming into the void. You're actually one hundred percent right. That might be the first thing you've said that I agreed with. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we we definitely are just fucking throwing our dumb boys into nothingness because they're too busy looking at the dollar signs that we are. Yeah, it doesn't matter as long as they're still making money. They you don't sound do- like the fucking teacher from <laughs> fucking Charlie Brown. Womp, 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 womp. Wah, wah, wah. And all I, I see that mean, but they're fucking Scrooge McDuck swimming in their pool. Yeah, taking pool. dips in big old piles of money, baby. Just gold on gold on gold. Another thing that is new in Magic, the Magic Land, is the drumroll, please, London Mulligan. Mulligan. Oh, yeah, fuck yeah. Which I have pretty much done a 180 on this. Yeah, I think I've, I've, I've helped to convert you into the world of the London Mulligan. I originally thought, like, oh my god, they're so fucking dumb. This is going to be ridiculous for combo decks. Now, I still think it's very good for combo decks, but it's also very good for non-combo decks. I think it's good for just decks in general. It creates less non-games of magic. So, for those of you out there who haven't heard about it yet, the London Mulligan rule is now officially in full effect and never going away until they change the Mulligan rule again on Magic Online. So, if you go on Magic Online and play a game of you go and draft and you play a league of limited or you go on and you join a modern league or you go and enjoy a legacy league or a vintage league or anything, you're going to encounter the London Mulligan. What the London Mulligan is, is that you draw your initial cards of seven. If you choose to ship that back, you shuffle back up, you draw seven cards again. Your first Mulligan, you look at your seven, take one of those cards and put it on the bottom of your library. If you Mulligan again, you draw another seven. This time you take two cards and put it on the bottom of your mo- or bottom of your library. So every time you mulligan, you take that number of mulligans and then you take that same number of cards out of your hand and put them on the bottom of your library. So you can choose the cards, which is really nice. 
Which is the reason why I thought combo, because you could yeah, choose sure. a specific number of cards. Well, I'm not playing combo. I'm playing fucking death and taxes, and I played, have been playing leagues online with death and taxes with the mulligan rule, and I and I've mulliganed to six multiple times and have held a hand with creature, creature, stoneforge mystic, uh, equipment, land, land. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I think I'm just like, oh, I'm I really believe because I have two stone I first in my heard hand. of this shit. I was like, okay, this is the combo and dredge fluffer where it's just going to be. Yeah, sure. These fucking decks are going to be ridiculous. The only thing I still think that is true for is vintage dredge, which the three people who play vintage dredge out of the seven people who play vintage. I said six. I, I, I thought you were arguing the 12. Did some people quit because of the London Mulligan roll? Probably. What you're That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, that deck is by far the best deck in vintage. Some version of that is ridiculous. It's so good. You don't have to play uh, the Serum Powder, which basically let you exile your hand and then just draw that many new cards. I would, but here's my thing. I would go so far as to say that the London Mulligan roll has not made that deck better. Fucking force, the new forces that they printed have made that deck better. Both of them very clearly made it better. I don't think the, does... London, the London Mulligan roll had even... Nope, Close it did. to the same because, impact. Here's the thing. With that deck, all you need is Bridge. Or Bizarre, sorry, not Bridge. Uh, bizarre. bizarre Baghdad, which is a land, comes in, comes into play untapped. You tap it, draw two cards, and discard three cards. Yes. So if it's better, actually, to have this mulligan roll than play Serum Powder's deck. Yeah, Serum yeah, Powder's yeah, yeah. They'll technically go through more, but you don't need them because you can draw seven cards six times. Rather but you than... already had such an incredibly high chance of hitting Bizarre. The this mulligan rule does not impact Dredge as much as I think you you think that it does. I don't think it's a ridiculous amount, but it definitely it it does affect it. First of all, let's. It doesn't to... not affect it, but I think it's it's like in the single digit number of percentage points, and the percentage points were already so fucking high through the roof that they're going to see Bizarre that it doesn't matter as much. Here's here's my theory. Yes, I agree with that. But also at the same time, you're wrong. And here's why. Let me explain this because that sounds crazy. But it takes, say, I think it was like a 93% and probably bumps it up to like a 95, 96%. Somebody broke and it down. It was probably Frank Carson. But it was only like a, it was like a three point percentage, but it was like from 96 to 99. I think that's legitimately what it was. That's some very important percentage points. Though. It's not like 1% to 4%. But also... It opens up four slots in your deck, which is big in vintage. It really is. If you're paying, playing four slots that are just bullshit, now you can play those additional forces or additional cards to pitch to forces or main board answers to. Sure. It definitely helps. But and I, I would think, argue that the, I don't the, think the London existence of roll, those new forces is more impactful than the mulligan roll. Like if the mulligan roll was in effect and those forces did not exist, it would be a different story. The fact that the mulligan roll does exist and they do have those forces is more of a problem. Here's how I see it. The mulligan rule, I don't think it's a problem. Let's. I don't think it's a problem at all. It helps. It bumps it up a little bit. The forces also help a bunch. But here's the other thing. Dredge can play misstep and force of will already. This just gives Dredge, it honestly gives them the green force, which is quite big because it answers, uh, answers permanence. Yeah. Yeah. The, the green force is good. Yeah. So I think they both play into it, but... I digress. The, I think the London Mulligan... Blah, Jesus Christ, I can't say Mulligan for some reason. <laughs> the London Mulligan role has been quite beneficial. It promotes non-games of magic. Er, it, it promotes less non-games of yeah, magic. Less non-games. As I'm sitting here 
talking his praise. I'm like, yeah, it's a fucking bullshit. It's just yeah, makes, it's also it's, fucking stupid. It sucks, but also it's great. No. <laughs> Well, also, I, think, I think, okay, we're done talking about fucking vintage because nobody gives a fuck about vintage. Yeah, I just had to go off on my little tangent. And historically, think, that has shown true in the number of views we got on the vintage episode we did. Okay. Don't give a fuck. They can fuck <laughs> off. The people who listened. I mean, but it's good wrong. in every format, too. It's not like it just blows out vintage. It, I think it's the best in fucking limited. It's really good. In, it's great in limited. And it's it stops. Ba- just, it makes oh, limited I got more man a fuck for blah, blah, blah reason. Yeah, it's good. It, it balances it. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, also, honestly, I think Perfect. it's good in modern too. Yeah, I agree. And those are the two formats that I see it being the most impactful is limited and modern. Yeah, because legacy, you have all these fucking ridiculous cantrips. Like, yeah, legacy, you get to smooth your draws upper, a little bit better. Where you don't necessarily need the seven card opener or yeah. a specific number of cards, where modern and limited, you kind of really do. And also, force of will is a lot more ubiquitous in legacy, where force of negation is nowhere near closely as highly played in modern as it is in legacy. And that makes a difference when it comes to this. Well, also a non non creature, which I think is big. for sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. hundred percent. It's just not, it's not a free counter spell. It's a free non creature counter spell. That's a huge fucking delineation. It really is. It's a fixed force of yeah. which perfect. But Bravo I think these to... bands, these bands, new bands in modern. Uh, so Hogak has been neutered. In addition to the, the mulligan roll, Having Hogak not a part of the format, I think, makes modern a fucking brewer's paradise. Right? Um, yes and no. It definitely opens some stuff up, but you still have to be able to beat humans, Tron, and uh, Phoenix. There it is. Yeah, sure. You can't do literally whatever you want. You can't just sit there and dirtle for fucking three turns and not do anything and expect to win a game. But you would never be able to do that in a normal format anyway. It's not like you could do that in standard. Yeah, I agree. You have to be realistic when it comes to what format you're in. Modern, I don't think, is ever going to get slower than what it is now. It's going to be a format where, you know what, sometimes they're going to have it, and they're going to kill you on turn three. A lot of the times, they're going to have it, they're going to kill you on turn four. So you have to be able to be proactive. Turn four or five. Five is more likely and more consistent. Yeah, if you sit there and do nothing, you're dead on turn four or turn five. And there's no question about that. You have to be able to do something proactively in the early turns. I think that's what they want modern to be. You have to interact with creature. Let's. I think you have to interact with your opponent in some way, whether it's like through one mana discard spells or that. I I count discard spells generally as removal because. Sure. I mean, you could do that. You just you have to be able to interact with your. Yes. In some way, shape, or form. That's important. Not just once either. You can't just turn one Inquisition and then hope for the best till turn six. Yeah, 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 exactly. But you know that going into modern when you're building a deck. Yeah, it's a very fast format and a very... I don't think it's quite as efficient as Legacy, but it's fucking no, getting there. Close. It's getting there. And but then that's why I think it's more friendly to brewers right now, because if you're, if you're in Legacy, you have to... If you're playing a blue deck, you're playing four Brainstorms, you're playing four Ponders. You have to. So if you had to give me three good reasons for modern right now, what would they be? Um, it would be modern horizons exists and bridge from below does not. So you get to play with those other cards and you don't have to worry about fucking Hogak just kicking your teeth in on turn two. The, Fair enough. the formats that are number two, the formats that are dom or the archetypes that were dominant before are still going to be the dominant or a good dominant archetypes. I can't talk either. Do you think that's a good thing? I that think that is a good reverting thing. back to, for modern six months ago for brewers i think that that's a good, because you already know what phoenix is up to you already know what humans is up to 
you already know what Tron's up to. You have those things you have to deal with. Do I think modern's a healthy format right now? Mm, not particularly, but we've never had the opportunity to brew with these these new cards. I think there is a fucking very real Bazir of Remedies deck or the Bazir combo deck that oh, yeah. nobody got really a chance to play to any like real success because, because Hogak was Hogak. kicking its teeth in. Yeah, I agree because the new uh, Green Sensing it, the two mana one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But we yeah, never got so the opportunity to play good. with that card. Yeah. I think that's a real thing. I think there there are a couple creature combo decks that will benefit from that and benefit from uh, what Ed Mommies call the tutor for a creature. Oh, the white green. Yep. I think well, that, that card has that potential. That goes right back into the Vizier combo. Yeah, exactly. That goes into there, but I think there's also some other things. Oh, I'm going to make infinite green mana? Oh, I have a random white? Sure, I'll go get yeah, sure. my... That seems fine. I really don't think you need to play that uh, shitty green creature anymore. Oh, the... Uh... The one that you can pay for and like look and one that flips. Yep. Yeah. 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 The werewolf. Yeah, you don't need to play that thing anymore. You can no, just you play the Eldramis call and then play some silver bullet creatures. Yeah. If you, if you're into brewing, modern is I think a, a place for you right now. You have to recognize that you it is recognize. a format that you if you don't do anything proactive, you're going to be fucking dead. But if you understand that and you can go into the format building something or taking a shell of something and adding your own little spice to it that has some interaction on those early turns, you can see some success. You can see some success, and you can tune it you to a meta. Sex. I'll see you some sex. Wall. Yeah, this is an X-rated podcast now. <laughs> Finally. That that's, I've only been asking for seven weeks. <laughs> Christ. But you, you can see some success at least some amount of the time, and you'll be able to tune it to a local meta that you know the decks, and you'll be able to win at like a local FNM. I'm not saying you're going to make the next fucking deck that's going to go take down the fucking Pro Tour. It's going to go might. take down a fucking SCG event. Right. You might. Who knows? I mean, that's what fucking happened with Death Shadow, right? Yeah. That was a fucking Reddit deck for a long ass time. And then someone's like, oh. Oh, yeah, it was. Like, oh, this is good. Let's add this and this. And then they're like, oh, this is fucking really good deck. Hell yeah. I mean, and Humans was something that just some YouTuber thought up. And everyone was like, oh, this deck has some legs. Where people were like, oh, you're an idiot. That's not a good deck. Yeah, and th yeah, but then somebody took it and made like a couple tweaks, and then somebody took that person's deck and made a couple tweaks, and now it's probably the second, third best deck in the format. And it was yeah, the best deck in the Buffering. format for a long time before Phoenix showed up. Yeah, it was. But uh, speaking of shitty brews... Yeah, speaking of brews, before we started recording... Do we have <laughs> no, something No, we were recording. Before you. we started the actual fucking show tonight, me and Matt were sitting on here just fucking spitballing a modern brew that me and him were working on. That's something that we we sit down and we do a lot together. Yes, we do. But guess what? And this one might have legs. I got to take a piss. Oh, so, uh, so we're just... going to leave you guys for a pee break. Well, we're going to go take a pee break. And we're going to leave you guys with a snippet of that conversation that we had before. <laughs> so enjoy our conversation about rug mid-range? I, I don't know. It, enjoy. I don't even, like, do we even want blue in this deck? Oh, yeah, you would have to for Kotal, but I definitely... Yeah, have to play for Kotal. Six, and I, think I, I honestly think you might want to play Delver. Like, no, that's a whole different deck. I'm going straight control. If you're playing Delver, you wouldn't want to play Ice Fang Kotal and Wall of Blossom. I think you still would want to play Ice Fang Kotal. It's just a it's just a cantrip. Yeah, but it's two mana for a 1-1. One, one. Delver is all about, hey, let's play a fucking threat and just smack face with it. I still kind of, I mean... In Legacy, yeah, but I don't think it has to be like that in Modern. 
I think it does. I think you're filling out curve. I mean, also you're gonna play faith. Right? So goddamn fast. You're no, I don't think you. You're thinking of a different deck. This is control. Stay in your lane, bitch. I think faithless would be fine in that deck. It's it's going to put like it's going to put lands in your graveyard for. You don't need that. You really don't need that. That's the thing. But I'm. Just, but it's, have, those those lands are free pitches if you have Ren and Six, right? It doesn't matter. Like though. you don't you have don't to pitch actual spells. It's actual card distance. You don't ever want to be down in, on cards in a control deck. Well, I don't think you want to make it a control deck because if you're going to play control, you're just playing blue white. No, I would do this and then kind of play like a grindy control deck. Did the, I think there is a Delverless somewhere, but it's not. I think the Delverless is where modern wants to be. Of. I think the Delverless is maybe. where you want to be in modern. Yeah, that you might be right, but this isn't. Or what maybe I was is is fucking uh, Peter Parker Mander better in modern than Delver? Probably. Probably way better. It just has higher maybe up. That's what you need. Yeah, Pterodactyl Mander is probably because what is it? It's uh, it's not Delve. It's the no. It's uh, cost one, one less one. for yeah. each. Yeah, you monster. It's not monstrous. It's fucking whatever the Simic mechanic was. But yeah, for it, it costs. It's like seven. And it costs one less for each instant or sorcery in your graveyard. Yeah, that's what I thought it was. Yeah, but, so you can just do it for like one mana. Like it's a two mana, like four four flyer, five five flyer, whatever the hell it is. But what's the uh, mill two draw card? Thought Scour. I didn't. Scour. Yeah, that's it. Do you like me some Thought Scour? Thought Scour is probably better in than Faith of Looting in that deck, unless you're doing oh, like the aggressive deck. Could, no, I think you don't want to be the aggressive deck, and then you play the the, the what the monkey the hooting mandrels. Hoot hoot! You're also playing Tarmogoyfs too. That's is fine. There an artifact you want in that deck? Oh, Ice Fan Kotal's not an artifact. I'm used to. <laughs> yeah, you're. Yeah, we're Baleful used to fucking Strix. Baleful Strix being an artifact. Do you need one though? No, I just didn't know if there was a space where you wouldn't want one. I'm sure there's something. I just can't think of what. There's probably some. Like you don't really want Bobble. It's not that you deck. Don't want Bobble. But like you can realistically put instant sorcery land creature. If you're doing the free. artifact, or if you're doing an aggressive deck, you could put that. Two, yeah, you could put that two mana or the one mana two two for a snow snow mana. Uh it's an artifact and it's a two two. It is an artifact. I just don't know if there's space in the deck for you, know what I mean? Well if, I'm saying if you're playing the aggressive deck, yeah, I think yeah, sure, 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 exactly sure. what you want. It's just a two mana for a snow permanent and you're gonna be playing snow permanents anyway. Yeah, because you oh, want to be what playing. What the fuck are we talking about? Scred. What happened? Scred. Yeah, Scred's a card. I mean, are you do you want to jam pack this motherfucker with basics, or what do you want to do? You don't need to jam pack it, but like you can put some snow basics in there, and it's just because you want snow basics to turn on the ice fang codal. Yeah, I don't know if turning on ice fang codal is like priority number one. I think it's just gonna happen so slowly but surely. That's what I mean. If you have like six basics, that yeah, but I, I, you're going to be fetching your dual lands. Like you're going to be fetching your shock lands. <laughs> you're, gonna be, you're gonna be doing that before you do anything else. You sneaky little fucker. <laughs> yeah, I think you'd want to turn it on to give it death touch because they swing in with their fucking seventy. Yeah, that, that's gonna be relevant in some matchups, but it's gonna be in all of them. No, I agree. But the can tripping at full instant speed is nice because you can shoot. Just oh fuck yeah! And like, slap it in. There are just times where you're just gonna just throw it out there, get your card, soak up some damage, and the death touch is not gonna. Like you, it would be nice, but it's just gonna get you that a little bit extra time to set up. Yeah, you might be right that it's just better as an aggressive deck, but I don't know. Maybe not an aggressive deck, but like tempo. A, a lot less of a control deck and a lot closer to a mid range deck. So tempo. Yeah, somewhere in between like tempo and mid range. If you're a straight mid range deck, you do not want Delver. Peter Mander would probably just take the place of Delver. I think that card's just better anyway, because you're going to be actively filling up your graveyard with things like Thought Scour. 
you're going to be you're going to want cards in your graveyard because of Tarmogoy. Lands in your graveyard because of Renin Six. You're just going to be doing that thing. What's that snow idiot called? Icebank Coddle? No, no. That's the shitty one, the 2-2 two, two for a snow mana. Oh, I have no fucking clue. Do you think red is worth it then? Because I don't think... For Renin that, 6? Yeah. I don't think Renin 6 would be good. I'd rather just play black and play like a salt high list. What are you playing black for? Just for the Wrath? Give Angler. You get the Wrath and the board. I mean, you get to just play Hoot. Hoot, Hoot, Hoot. You can play Hoot Scoot. Give Angler so much better. 5-5 five, five is so much better than a 4-4. Four, four. I don't think either of them are particularly good, honestly. I think a mangler is pretty good. Right now? Well, I think, well, what's really good right now, I think, is Inquisition of Kozilek. You know what I think is really good right now? If you say fucking planes or something, I'm going to come to fucking PA. No, basic planes is always good. So I, so it's, I don't have to say that it's really good right now, because it's never bad. Right now, I think what's really fucking good is a 3-2 flyer with haste that if you cast three spells, you get to just put it on the battlefield pre-combat. Yeah, especially since Hodor got... Yeah, fucking but... Christ. I think we're just back in the world of... Phoenix. We have to live with Phoenix. We have to live with, like, the mono-red list. We have to live... I mean, that, but that also, we don't know. Here's we don't the know because... thing about Phoenix, because Finale Devastation is so fucking good for that deck. It's yeah, literally I mean, three They're not spells. really playing it, though. They're I mean, they are. Two of, two of, yeah. Yeah. Which I think in that deck is... That's fine. Yeah, I think that's then good. Then they get Area of the Flame, which is like, hey, let's just give them a free second win condition... Do you think people are still going to be playing Aria? Yeah, it's real good. Because I, I felt like Aria was a hedge when just because there were so many graveyard cards, like graveyard hate cards in that format, that an Aria was one win condition that didn't have to interact with the graveyard. Because uh, before then, they were playing that uh, Pyromancers, but obviously can't use Pyromancers Ascension if there's no graveyard. <laughs> yeah, who would have thunk? I'm drinking fat tires, by the way. I need to get Lauren's dad a case of it for the beach and i wasn't able to get it before the beach i don't know so how that... the fuck we're gonna fit the what we just talked about into the fucking episode oh yeah you're recording <laughs> yeah <laughs> god damn it <laughs> definitely forgot about that yeah I mean, we might just have to redo that conversation <laughs> no that's fine you record you can just probably you can cut and paste right i just don't know where it's gonna fit in where it's not gonna sound like i just cut and paste it out of fucking nowhere you could just throw it at, like we could have a disclaimer at the end be like if you want to listen to us just bullshit random nonsense about some brew stay tuned you know what i might do in the middle of the fucking episode when we're talking about modern i'm just gonna go and here is us talking before we actually started the podcast about fucking a rug deck that we're gonna try to build and yeah, then put work. it in there and I'm then i'm just gonna be like and we're back yeah you know it's really good with what? ren and six what is look at it are you shared screen Oh, no, I'm not. That would fucking help, wouldn't it? Yeah, uh, I was going to say, if you're going to try to get me to look at something, it would help if I could look at something. Yeah! Yo, Tireless Tracker's fucking insane! Yo! Fuck! Yes, 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 yes! Oh, I'm so on board. Yeah, we're not playing Delver at all. No, I fucking... It might just be a mid-range deck. I think you do want Peter Mander, because I think you need a one-drop creature, just with the current state of the format. Wouldn't it just be better to have birds, or... Maybe. Hierarch just to fucking ramp out and get some usefulness. Hierarch might out be of, because I then you can know. you can just GQ people out of the fucking game. That's what I was thinking. Like you and definitely you, want an amount of ghost quarters in your deck. Yeah, what's that uh, fucking idiot who lets you play cards from your graveyard? Ramnock Excavator. No. Oh, Azusa no. is multiple lands per turn. Yeah, you don't want to. Holy fuck, that's forty dollars. Yeah, Azusa's nuts, man. I have this shitty version. <laughs> Welcome back 
hopefully you guys enjoyed that. I don't remember exactly what was in it when we first started I recording, but I do know that there's time. going to be creatures. Uh, there's going to be an Ice Fang Coddle in there somewhere. There's definitely going to be Ren and Six in there somewhere. There's definitely going to be Tarmogoyfs. There's going to be Tireless Tracker, because that guy's the truth. Maybe some Ramanap Excavator. Maybe some Azusa Lost Foot Seeking. Maybe some of the other cards that exist in Modern. I honestly have no fucking clue, dude. Yeah. Um, seems fun. This is what I do. I just randomly spit out decks, and then I'll tweak them a little bit. Um, That's what you do. You you call me on the phone, and you look at me, you just, like, just straight face, before you even say hello or anything, you're just like, okay, this, this, and this. Well, I've texted you before because I was like, driving and it was easier to just voice text you than it was to open up a notepad and try to write something down and i would just be like right oh these six cards and you're like what and i was like sorry i was driving i just needed to fucking get that out there and you were the yeah you just i, that, I can't tell you how many times a sideboard guide has come through as a random text from you and i'm just like uh why are you texting me these random 15 cards and you're like oh, i need that for a sideboard later for a shitty deck i'm building just get over it yeah well, that's what, like it's my way of being safe when I'm driving because I can voice text from my work vehicle and my personal vehicle. So it's simple to just fucking run them down. Must be nice, Mr. Technology. Yeah. <laughs> I, can, I talk to my, my bitch Siri all the time. Yo, she the truthest. I like her. Siri's nice. She has prevented me from fucking around on my phone while driving a lot. Yeah, shout out to Siri. Can we give everybody a yeah. Siri shout out okay. this week? Pull it up, it's Siri. Yeah, fuck everybody in the MTG community. Uh, <laughs> we're shouting out Siri this week. Yeah, fuck all you nerds. But brewing. Yes. You heard our brew. If you guys have any brews, if you guys are thinking about something spicy, whether it's standards. Fucking, I beg of you, send it my way. I love Yeah, I want to see brews. That's what I'm I fucking into. Them. I love brewing. I'm probably not very good at it. No, I've made neither of us are fucking very good. Fun. But when we put our brains together, we can think of some fucking stupid shit. That actually works. It might not be the next best deck, but it'll it'll five out some FNMs. It might day two of a GP or a SCG event. Yeah, you I mean if then if again it also might if you're better if you're lucky. Seven. Who knows? Yeah, whatever. Fucking whatever. Works for me, man. I, I mean, yeah, brewing's great. I think modern's good for brewing right now, especially because Hogak's gone. There still needs to be a lot to happen in that format for it to be Something I want to go back to. Well, I think they really need to get rid of these. To really be able to brew brew, you need to make it like a turn six format, which I think would kill modern. Yeah, because it would just be all like Jund and like Abzan and Jeskai yeah. control and blue-white control and all this. The mid-range decks and control decks. You really wouldn't have very good aggressive decks. You could have aggressive decks. The fucking premier aggressive deck would probably have to be burn. Burner affinity, right? Yeah. But when Affinity got big, everybody would be running the Affinity hate, and they would die, and then it has that cyclical thing that Affinity does where it's the best on weekends where nobody's expecting it, and then the very next weekend, everybody's expecting it, and it's total trash. Well, yeah, that's that's like Dredge and Affinity kind of flip-flop. It's like the the Justice scale. Affinity's fucking awesome, and Dredge is shit. Yeah, you only have so many sideboards. Two weeks from there, yeah, it's Dredge is fucking awesome, and Affinity's shit because everyone's packing various sideboard cards i cannot heat yeah <laughs> like a mad heat boy but that's right. why i like making like decks like this like the rug control deck that fucking kills you with fucking value yeah we're doing that deck you we, we will build it i will play it on magic online and it'll be something that <laughs> it's going to be the next big thing everybody buy your cards now except for ren and six don't buy your ren and sixes now 
because <laughs> that card's already time. too fucking expensive. Shout out to Ren and Six for totally be just ruining every format that it's legal. In. Except Modern, it really hasn't ruined Modern yet. Yet, we just talked about how it's going to. Well, it's going to. I said it hasn't ruined it yet. Yeah, you're right, you're right. <laughs> yeah, fucking dildo. <laughs> me with that bullshit. Okay, well, fuck Modern, except for uh, tournaments that Modern's going to be uh, played in. Uh, they have been announcing some really, I, I honestly, kind of innovative modern or well, just magic formats and magic tournaments lately, but nobody has seen anything about it because I feel like as big of a company as Wizards is and as big of a company as Hasbro is, they've kind of done a shit job of broadcasting this stuff. Because yeah, you, you were, before you I were, brought them up to you, you had no idea what most of these things were. I still don't know. I said, don't tell me anything about it. Save it for this because I... I know the names of them. I know one fact about one of them, and that is fucking it. Yeah, so what we're talking about is is the Red Bull Untapped series, the Magic Celebrity Cup. So those two events are things that are going on like relatively soon. The Magic Celebrity Cup is happening this weekend. So when this podcast is released, it's probably it's going to be happening. Because I think it starts maybe Friday. But so the fuck ma- those the, nerds. Listen to us. And- yeah, exactly. Yeah, fuck, fuck the Magic Celebrity Cup. Nobody needs to know about celebrities. We're celebrities. So celebrity. the Magic Celebrity, celebrity Cup. in my own mind. The Magic Celebrity Cup, the concept is, and this is the gist of it, and if I'm totally butchering it, uh, somebody can come fucking slander me. Get the fuck but over it. How about that? It is, it is a, it's a really cool concept, in my opinion. So they are taking people that they have identified as quote-unquote magic experts. And they have also taken people that are quote unquote celebrities in England or in the United Kingdom, France, and Germany. So it's just those three countries. And maybe that's why we haven't heard about it. Maybe it's more broadcast over there, but I don't really know. Uh, they're the taking people problem with that from is... those regions. They're taking celebrity, quote unquote celebrities and quote unquote magic experts, pairing them together. And they're going to face off in a tribal tournament. A what? Yeah, it's going to be tribal. What the fuck? Yeah, I think that's awesome. No, that's commie. Do you know what's wrong with it? Is this another one of those fucking popularity contests? I mean, there's celebrities involved, so obviously. But it's it's something it's obviously not for it's obviously not for the crowd that's all into very high level competitive. It's in it's there for the people who want to enjoy magic in a more casual sense and get it see it as more of they're not trying to watch it to level up their game. They're they're watching it because it's fun to watch which i love that's where magic needs to go because that's the vast majority of players i would rather watch like as somebody creating really fun content than sit there and all day just watch somebody draft the newest format so i can get a better grasp on it or somebody draft or somebody play legacy or modern so i can see how they think about a certain deck there's a time and a place for that i love watching some of that content like uh thraben university he is a dude who runs a website dedicated to the best deck in Magic Legacy, Death and Taxes. And that is such an awesome resource for anybody who's really into that deck to go. And it is awesome to learn the in and outs and talk with people who play the deck and share ideas and concepts and things that happen in matches and what you think is the best play or blah, blah, blah. All these different things. That's awesome. I don't want to do that 24-7. Sometimes I just want to kick back and watch some dickhead play fucking tribal fucking pirates or something on Magic Online. Like, sometimes that's just all I want. Do you think that's, that's what they're trying to do is just that? 
Like, yeah, not, they're trying. They're trying to make okay, magic that's a, a little more bit accessible thing to the masses. And competitive magic is not going to be the thing that does that. Casual tribal stuff is what's going to do that. A hundred percent. So this format is pairing people in the magic community. Some people that you might know, Raphael Levy, incredible high level magic player. Um, Otto Burchett is one of the magic specialists. She's a pro tour champion. She's in the MPL. Pleasant Kenobi. He was a shout out on the show. Um, Spice eight rack is great. Like some, like these people are at least popular in their own little niche group. And they also have celebrities from those countries. So like there's German celebrities, there's UK celebrities, there's France celebrities, but they all seem, at least from what I've looked at, celebrities in the nerd culture gaming mode. Like Pleasant Kenobi's guy is a huge uh, Dota 2 streamer. I don't know what that is. Dota's a game. It's a competitive game. Like, yeah. and it's got, a, yeah, it's got a huge community, and I feel like there's going to be good crossover between those two, but it's not like you have... If you do this on the grand scale, you would never have, like, fucking LSV teaming up with, like, Channing Tatum. That would never be a thing that happened. Because all the Channing Tatum fans out there who are fanning themselves over yeah, they just how incredibly hot that man is. Changing their underwear. And, and then LSV just being like, well, uh, this is this is the best pick in this pack. <laughs> like that's never gonna happen. I just ate seventeen tacos. No burritos. That's his burritos. Movie. Fuck yeah, burritos. You God damn it. Idiot. <laughs> Fuck that. I think that would be cool if that's something we could get to, but this is a little bit smaller scale of that. I think this is a great concept. Nobody's heard about this, and like I said, it could be something that is much bigger over in those countries, and that's where it's getting its publicity, and nobody over here is getting it. I don't know, but. I mean, the UK version of the stream, because they're obviously going to do it in German. They're going to do it in in French. The UK version of the stream is going to be on the Magic Twitch channel. It's going to be broadcast on the main Magic Twitch. Which is crazy to me. And that's this weekend. You've never heard of it. No, never. I didn't hear of it until, what, almost two hours ago? Yeah, when we when I called you and told you, hey, this is something we should probably talk about. Yeah. Well, there was also Not a fucking clue. another thing in that same vein is this Red Bull untapped. So from my understanding, again, I don't really know much about this. Fucking like Red Bull. Because nobody's fucking given any attention to it. I guess it was it's an invitational style thing that you had to apply for to be a part of. And if you were selected to be a part of that, you participated in the event. They had ones on Magic Arena and they had ones in person in Italy and Belgium. And then the people who got that moved on to whatever finals. I could be off on this. I'm not 100% sure. But that's what I believe it to be. And the format in that is modern. So they're playing. They're not like playing stuff like the Celebrity Cup where they're doing like tribal decks and standard legal stuff. They're playing like real formats. At least that's what the qualifier was. Because the qualifiers are up on MTG Top 8 and MTG Goldfish and stuff. And you can see the players who won the qualifiers for it. And like the one in Brussels, the the guy who won it played Jund. Like that's a modern deck, and that's not a a small modern deck. Like that's a modern deck with a lot of intricacy, a lot of real play to it. Not very beginner friendly, both in play and in price range. Like that's a two thousand dollar deck. Yeah, it's not cheap. It's definitely gone down in price because goifs are no longer ridiculous. Yeah, but they're still lilies. They're still fetch lands. Uh, yeah, they're still, still, still goifs, and like, goifs are still sixty dollars a piece, right? Uh, I think the old school are 50 and then less, which isn't cheap. Again, that's a $200 playset. So, yeah. So, I mean, like my thing is I've, we, I had to do real research to figure out anything about this. Yeah. Makes sense. That sucks. 
Yeah, for you. It's because you researched it. I just, if I see something, I'll say, oh, wait till, wait till Lee brings that shit up. Well, the, I mean, they're putting this effort into these cool-ass things, and they're teaming up with fucking Red Bull. Are you serious? Like, it's not like Red Bull is something that nobody's ever fucking heard of. Like, my, my the biggest analog to that is, like, when most people are teaming up with something, I am learning about the thing they're teaming up with through that channel. Like, a perfect example of that is the Carnax chairs. I've never what heard of a fucking... are you talking about? I've never heard of a Carnax chair in my entire life. That's a new sponsor for the SUG tour. Oh, yeah, no fucking clue who that shit is. Yeah, so sitting sitting in, uh, or watching coverage for the SUG tour or any of the SUG videos, instead of sitting in, like, normal fold-out chairs, now they're sitting in these sweet, custom gaming chairs. They look comfortable as fuck, and they just do a little plug for Carnax at the beginning and the end. And if they're doing it on the stream, they just plug it throughout the stream, and there's a little tag on it. I've never heard of these fucking chairs in my entire life, and now I'm aware of it through magic. There's nobody in the fucking world that it, it plays magic and it sees this Red Bull untapped series and just like, huh, wonder what the Red Bull thing is. That's Never true. Heard everyone, everyone knows what fucking Red Bull is. That's true. And so they're teaming up with these fucking heavy hitters. Yeah, just fucking ballers. Heavy fucking hitters. And I know dog shit nothing about it. And I am a entrenched magic player and I know nothing about it. Yeah, you're a big fan of knowing all the bullshit. Yeah, I like I like knowing things about what's going on in the game that I I care about. So I just it kind of feels weird to me. There is a there is an event coming up in a couple weeks that I am pretty excited about, and I think most people do know about it. What's that? That is the the next Mythic Championship, formerly known as the Pro Tour, now the Mythic Championship. Mythic Championship Four. That's gonna be fucking. You think? Hell yeah! It's so the formats for that are modern. In Modern Horizons draft. And that's why I care. I yeah, give a I fuck can, about Modern Horizons draft. I can fuck with that, honestly. Big time. I love I love that format and I love watching that format and being able to see that format being played in paper, especially if they're covering it well, which they're going to because they're gonna have like Marshall and shit on there. If they don't have every round of, of coverage for the draft part covered by Marshall, they're blowing it. Cause that guy is endlessly entertaining to watch cover any limited format ever because he just knows the ins and outs yeah dude's good hey he knows the fuck he's talking sure. about yeah but as a person who not doesn't wrong. like he was not in love with competitive magic at least as far as content consuming i love watching pro tours for formats that i am into i don't really watch standard pro tours because standard can suck a dick but i will watch every modern because modern is usually a sweet format and if pros are playing modern they're usually doing something cool with it. Or they're playing the deck that I need to worry about beating. Yeah, they're playing the numero uno. Yeah. That's when I realized humans was, humans was the real deal. Because there was GPs leading up to that. And I was like, oh, fucking humans seems like a good deck. And then the Pro Tour shows up and uh, hey, everybody's fucking playing humans. I'm like, oh, god damn it. Now I have there to worry we, about it. There we go. It happened. But I'm yeah. looking forward to that. That is, it's a Barcelona is the Pro Tour, I believe. Yep, Barcelona, <laughs> and it is Jul the weekend of July 26th through the 28th. So everybody mark your calendars and use it based off of whatever time zone you're in. I'll probably Figure just out watching stupid. the VODs on Twitch like after the fact, but whatever. It's usually how it goes. I'm fine with that. I don't. I honestly don't have an issue with it. Yeah, neither do I. I could give a shit, honestly. Well, you're going to give a shit when, we, when they have a, a two-team fucking pro tour or mythic championship and you and me qualify then you're gonna be on your team i'm teaming up with Beatty. yeah you think uh -huh. he's not gonna have somebody better to team up with 
I don't want your bitch ass on my team. Listen, if it's legacy, <laughs> if yeah, it's they're legacy. gonna have a team, a team pro tour that's just two people, and it's going to be legacy. That's something that's gonna happen. I don't even care if it's just legacy. I'd want Beatty on my team anyway. I beat him once. Once, yeah. <laughs> I can say that I did that. Fair enough. I beat him in draft. <laughs> All right, dude. That's well, a, you fucking nerd. I mean, that pretty much wraps it up for all the excitement that happened this week. The big thing was was modern. The shakeups in modern. Everybody got what they wanted, even though Twitter was a fucking shit show after they banned Bridge. I could not go on Magic Twitter. Well, why the fuck did you go on Magic Twitter anyways? They're a bunch of idiots. Well, sometimes people are shitposting. It's funny. But sometimes people are not, and it's not funny. Everybody was losing their mind. They're like, oh, Bridge from below, blah, blah, blah. Fucking no, Hogek, blah. And I was just like, no, I don't. I don't care about you. Shut up, you fucking idiots. Yeah, shut up, you you pricks. Yeah, that sounds more like <laughs> tell those nerds to fuck off. Well, now that now that we got through all of the things that we we're supposed to talk about, let's go to the part that we actually give a shit about. And that I like. You're not going to like it this week. The random <laughs> one's going to fucking favor me, buddy. We'll find we out. We are moving on to our little game. The game that we like to call accumulated knowledge so for everybody out there that has not heard of this game yet you it can is fuck something off. that yeah you're blowing it it is something that we play every single week this week i will be asking matt the cards and matt will be hopefully not crushing it like he typically does matt are you ready for your first one bring it bitch let's see all right well the first one has fucking killer art really good if i just guessed it off that if you said killer art and i was like oh it's probably this no there's i mean there's (laughs) i don't i genuinely don't think you're gonna be able to get also i don't think we went over the rules oh yeah we didn't (laughs) the rules are i'm gonna read matt a card name he has to give me the mana cost up because he's so good at this game he has to get four out of the five cards that i ask and he can get one hint no he can get two hints Per the entire game. Yeah. So we can get two hints out of the entire five cards. Matt, are you ready? Probably not. Bring it. All right. Awesome. So the first card is Ink Fathom Infiltrator. Mm. I'm thinking about just ending the game right now on the spot if you get this. I'm pretty sure this is from Lorwyn or Shadowmore. Ink Fathom. Fuck. Pretty sure this. I'm going to go blue, blue. And I am not giving that to you. (laughs) Because it is. Blue-black hybrid, blue-black hybrid. Oh, fuck you. That counts. (laughs) That 100% counts. No, it does not count. Yeah, that counts. Nope. All right, you fuck. That definitely counts, but whatever. Like I said, if if people have an issue with it, hit me up on Twitter, and I will will redact that. It's Lorwyn, isn't it? It is from Lorwyn, yes. No, it's from Shadowmore. It's from Shadowmore. It's from Lorwyn Block. Uh, Okay. It's a... 1-1 one, one something. I forget what it does. It is a 2-1, and mm. it can't be blocked and is unblockable, is the exact text on the card. But it is It is technically blue-blue. Well, yeah, you could play blue-blue for it, or you could play black-black, okay. or you could play blue-black, or you could play black. I feel black. like that's in the gray zone where I could have said blue-black, black-blue, blue-blue, No, blue, you could have. Yeah, and all of those would have been wrong, but if you said blue-black hybrid, blue-black hybrid, then you would have been right. I don't know. That's... <laughs> That one's a little, little fucky. Yeah, that's why I told you you weren't going to get it. Yeah, I'll give you that one. Even though I fucking got that one. You dumb bitch. Go ahead. Go to the next one. Click the button better. So your next one is Cabal Archon. I know this. Do you? Yes, it's a fucking cleric. This was on Oh my god, I fucking know why you know this too. 
It's uh, the Commander show. Yeah, I know exactly why you know. The art. I'm pretty sure the art's fucking insane. It's on MTG Art, the Facebook page. This is the card. It's either two or three mana. I know it's a cleric because I looked it up because I was like, holy fuck, that art is incredible. All right, what do you got for me? I think it's two black, and I think it's a dude either smacking the shit out of someone or choking the fuck out of them. Yeah, I knew you were going to fucking get this one. It yeah. is 100% two black. Yeah, that was on... It's on the, I know it's a uh, cleric because I looked it up after I saw it on. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's so <laughs> Cabal Archon is two and a black. It is a cleric. It is a two, two. And for a black and sacrifice a cleric, target player loses two life and you gain two life. Yeah, I wouldn't you have weak, it. And I am strong. The protocol is obvious. Oh, that's actually, is that the uh, flavor text? No, I just made that up. Oh, that would be a good fucking flavor text. No, that is a good. That is okay. the flavor text. <laughs> Yeah, uh, this was on MTG Art Market, right? Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was. Okay, I thought yeah, so. Yeah, fuck yeah, this card is, this card, the art is really fucking good. It am is I, guy, like, can I look this up? And like choking his, or he's like covering his mouth. Can I look this up on my computer so I can see what the art is? Because I'm I pretty mean, sure it's badass. Store. But while you're fucking oh, doing yeah. with that, I'm going to find your next That's card. It's obviously fucking... not going to be Swamp. Swamp, uh, tapped out of black, zero mana cost. Nice, did it. God damn, look at that. That's so badass. <laughs> oh, the next one that came up is... I don't know if I'm going to ask it for you. Because it is a free roll win for me. For you? Yeah, you There's already got your... no possible way you'll get that. You got your free roll win already. Okay, well, uh, this one this one is the next card that came up on random. But I'm not going to give it to you. This is just to I'm see looking if you it get up it. So this is an unofficial... This is the first official unofficial fucking entry for <laughs> AK. It is Boom Flinger. Boom Flinger. I'm not going to give you very much time because this is just a waste of it at this point. But what do you think? A fucking red card. Probably like three and a red. No, not even fucking close. It is a zero mana cost card because it is a contraption and it is from Unstable. Oh, yeah. That nope, doesn't count. Thank God. Yeah, I wasn't <laughs> I wasn't going to give. There's that. not a thousand. There's not a chance of that fucking. But that's really fucking funny. Yeah, that's a good one. I'll give you that. Okay, but your next real card is Thundercloud Shaman. Thundercloud Shaman. That's from Lorwyn. He cares not for the disasters his storm brings, as long as his path ahead is clear. Greg Staples is the art. Shout out to Greg Staples. Always killer. Always fucking good. Give me the uh, text. That'll that'll be one of my clues. Okay, you're using up a clue. Yeah. So... Thundercloud Shaman, whenever Thundercloud Shaman comes into play, it deals damage equal to the number of giants you control to each non-giant creature. Yeah, this is from Morrowind, I'm pretty sure. It might be. Um, I'm pretty sure it's three red red. It is three red. Okay, You're an asshole. You're well, a total fucking piece of It's from Morrowind, bro. I drafted the shit out of that set. It's also from Modern Masters, and I know we drafted the shit out of that as well. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And there, Giants is like, or no, Giants isn't a theme in... No, but it is a card that's it in that shaman. set. It was pretty good in that. Yeah, it's Thundercloud Shaman. Fucking idiot, Matt. Yeah, that card's pretty good. And you also got it. So you are two for three. Dun, dun, dun. You need to get the next two. I still have one clue, and I got two cards left. Well, Demir Aqueduct is not a card I'm going to give you. That's a land. Yes, Demir Aqueduct is a land. Congratulations. But the card land. I am going to give you is Yavamaya Scion. Holy fuck, I know this. Oh my god, I know this. It's uh, it's, I know it's a common. Uh, I was looking up popper stuff. Oh god damn it. Oh my god, I know this. So I'm pretty sure you shouldn't get this card. No, I wouldn't have, but I was looking up popper stuff. 
and I was just doing like a common search of stuff to help me beat affinity. Oh, fuck, I know. Yes, I do. Shut your mouth. Just shut your mouth real quick. Each time the saw blade bit, the tree oh. spat it out. Oh, I know this. These fucking idiots are cutting a tree down. They're doing something. Because I fucking laugh because it's hilarious and terrible art. I would go so far as to say this art is good. No, the one dude looks like Mr. Rogers, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> it's either three in a green or four in a green. I remember this because I have like 30 of them in my box. It's the, the fucking hammer set. <laughs> the fucking hammer set. Good one, dude. <laughs> okay, what's the what's the mana cost, though? Come on, give uh, it to me. Three in a green or four in a green. Well, give it to me. Fucking Christ. How much time do I have left? Zero. Give it Shit, to me now. I was trying to buy time. <laughs> Let's go four. Four in a green. Fucking Christ. Yes. It's like uh, can't be damaged or blocked by art. Of... Hold on. If I get the fucking text on this bitch, I get the first one. I'm pretty sure it's... No, fuck no. That's not how it works. It, like, can't be targeted. I make the rules. Artifacts don't deal damage to it or something like that. It's, like, some shitty thing with artifacts. Well, if you want to guess it for your own sake, I'm I'm okay with that. I think it's a 3-3 that has, like, something... Can't be targeted by artifacts or... Is that your is that your final guess for something that doesn't matter? Yeah, that's my final guess. I'm pretty sure it's a 3-3. Well, it's a 4-4. Four, four. And it has protection from artifacts. Mm, I would have fucked that up. What's the art? Can I look it up? Yeah, sure. It is literally a fucking dumb smiling tree. I just play Yabamaya. Some, some bearded motherfucker, and then some fucking circle glasses, like Harry Potter glasses looking motherfucker. How do I spell Yabamaya? Hairline. I think it's cool art. I, I really like this art. <laughs> Yabi. Is that right? Yabamaya? Sure. Are you not looking at my screen? I mean, I am, but I'm also looking at my screen. Yeah, the fucking Mr. Rogers looking motherfucker. Who looks like Mr. Rogers in this art? The dude on the left. Oh my god, no, he does not. Didn't Mr. Okay, Rogers have glasses? Out there, look up the art for Yavamaya Scion and tell me that the guy on the left looks like Mr. Rogers because oh it is not even close. Oh, that's not close at all. No, it does not look like Mr. Rogers in the slightest. You're an idiot. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that, but You're I dumb. for sure did. That's what it is. You're just the dummy. I'm the dumbest boy in the, all the world. In all the land. In all of the land. All right, are you ready for your last one? Uh, probably not. I feel like this is going to be a cummy one. Go ahead. It's John Avon. So if you're familiar with his art, you might know this card. It is Flame Jet. Flame Jet. Flame Jet. Pretty sure it's red. Wow, very astute of you that you think that a card with flame in the name is red. Good job, Scooby-Doo. Did I get the mana cost? No. <laughs> oh. <laughs> of course not. You have to tell me what the what the cost is. That's your job. All right, give me the text. Uh, it has cycling two, and it deals three damage to target player. Deals three damage to target player. Yes, it does. Pretty sure all those are either a red or colorless and a red. It could be. It could be one of those two things. The cycling gets fucky, though. Or it could be not one of those two things. I don't know. The, the cycling is what throws me off. There's a good handful of sets of cycling at this point, so I feel like not that's a, not a huge, huge hint. It's not a newer one, so I'm guessing it's not like a seven mana cost spell. Actually, it'd probably be five if it was newer, but I don't think it's newer. The worst law of acts you've ever seen. <laughs> All right, what do you got for me? I'm going to go with my gut and the three damage to target. You said player, right? Just player, yes. I'm going to go colorless and a red. Yeah. Okay, see, my line of thought was right there. Yeah, what that's the, what it is. What you is it? Flame piece of shit. Flame what? Flame jet. Yeah, so Flame Jet is yeah. one in a red. It has cycling for two, and it deals three damage to target play. I probably wouldn't have got that if I didn't if it 
if I wouldn't have known it dealt three damage, I wouldn't have gotten that. Yeah. If you would have, like, the cycling two would have thrown me off too, but I knew it wasn't a new cycling card. No, because we would have known that. It would have been, uh, a new cycling card would have been probably five mana for that. Um, To target player, I would think it would probably be, like, three in a red, or, like, two in a red. Because it is target player, it's not, like, any target. Yeah, it, and also, true. it would be, tar- if it was a new card, it'd be target player or planeswalker. I think that would have been a dead give. Well, a new card would just any target. No, because it wouldn't be able to hit creatures. Oh, yeah, I guess you're right. It would definitely be target player or player. Yeah, fair enough. You fucking prick. God damn it, Matt. Every fucking time. Too much. Too I much. I've been five for five, but you're a fuckhead. And then give me the blue blue, which technically, technically is fucking correct. No, but it's also technically not correct. <laughs> and like I, I guess, said, I, I am the judge. Shitty I am the jury. juror. And I am the executioner. In this format. (laughs) In this format, bitch, I'm fucking Robin Hood, and you can't execute Robin Hood. Oh, I'm going to catch Robin Hood and string his fucking little scrawny ass up. But not this time, because you are the victor, so you get the shout-out for this week. What do you got for me? Well, you were actually the person who uh, turned me on to this guy. Well, not turned me on to him, like, turn me on, but like you... uh, (laughs) Pointed him out because I didn't know who it was. Uh, it's Cyrus Corman Gill. Yes. Dude, dude is a fucking storm wizard. Cyrus CG. Because I was turned on to him because of his success at uh, uh, Vintage Champs. Or, well, Legacy Champs this past year. Le- Legacy, or, uh, yeah, Legacy Champs 2018. He made top eight. Yeah, he blew the fuck up after that. Yeah, hell yeah. He fucking crushed it. And he was playing Storm at the time. He was playing, uh, not Tess, he was playing uh, Ant at the time. So, yeah, and then he went on decks. to... There's multiple Storm decks in Legacy, for people who don't know. He is playing a a Storm deck referred to as Ant, which is Ad Nauseam Tendrils, which... Which is the more... <laughs> which, confusingly enough, combo-y. uses Pass and Flames <laughs> and not Ad Nauseam most of the time. Yeah, funny how that shit works. But fucking, but, yeah. yeah Cyrus he blew is, up, he went uh, on the... Uh, uh, what's Randy Buehler's show? The Vintage Super League. Super Leagues, yeah. He was on Vintage Super League and fucking killed it. And he's just, he's a fucking awesome Storm player. Yeah, but he's a genius. He, un- he knows how to cast Dark Ritual. <laughs> very, un- probably better than anybody. Unfortunately, this motherfucker went to the dark side and started playing Death and Taxes in Legacy. Yes, he has. Recently, he has been playing DNT, And I have tuned in for a good portion of his DNT streams. And I love... I love watching somebody who it doesn't normally play DNT pick up that deck and realize how fucking hard that deck to play. Well, I don't think it's an easy deck to play. It's just not my style, and I don't ever yeah, want to. Yeah, yeah. And I, I don't fault people for not liking it because it's not their style because it is a very particular deck. But he is an eternal format genius. And watching him sit down and play the like, tendrils storm. And be able to look at hands and be like, oh, I will be able to kill them turn two with this hand. Like, if I draw, like, X card. Yeah, or, I need if to... I draw this card, this card, this card, this card. And he draws well, one of those, like, four cards, and he immediately kills his opponent, and it takes him, like, three seconds. And I'm just sitting there just like, wait, what happened? I what think that's just... honestly just fucking reps, man. Especially in, like, an eternal format like that. Be like, okay, I know what can stop me. I know this, this, and this. Okay, what do I have to do? Yeah, it's what, impossible what to get, get that to... proficient with the deck without just putting the fucking man hours in. Ridiculous reps in, yeah. But he's done it. It's like watching Michelangelo fucking paint. Watching him play Storm. He is so goddamn good. But watching him play Death and Taxes and him making, like, the beginner, 
mistakes that some death and taxes players make make. And he has been playing the format a bunch like forever. And he's very good at legacy just in general. But sometimes he play he was when he's playing death and taxes, he's doing things. I'm like, Oh, bud, I don't know if that's the correct play. And like two turns later, he's like, Oh, maybe I shouldn't have made that play. I'm like, yes, he's learning. That's fucking awesome. Like, and he's like, Oh fuck. Death and taxes is hard. And I'm just like, thank you for validating me. I appreciate that. Cause I would watch his storm, his storm streams when he was predominantly on storm and he, him and his chat would consistently shit on death and taxes. Every time they played them without a fucking stop, they would shit on death. And taxes. Let's and I would just be sitting there just like, uh, why you'd be like, this is like a basically a buy for me. Cause I just <laughs> kill them. Like they're not fast enough to really interact. With oh, me. that's not true. If I, it depends on the storm deck. But hey, it, bitch, bitch face. I'm talking in the eyes of Storm players. Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, they have to worry about Thalia. They have to worry about sideboard cards. They have, they have to worry about the death and tax matchup. But he used to just shit on it because it's just, it looks from an outside looking in. Oh, like these stupid white creatures. A bunch of just dumb, shitty white creatures that, like, how is this deck ever going to win? Exactly. And then you play against it playing Storm, and they curve out, like, like Thalia into something ridiculous. Or they, they, they turn out like Thalia into Sanctum Prelate. And then the Storm player is just like, uh, what do I do? I lose. Scoop. I lose to it. Yeah. I lose to a 2 1 and a 2 2. Scoop is what you do. Yeah. So it's it's really validating watching somebody who is that fucking good at magic, that good at an archetype that is really not easy to play, play your archetype and stumble some amount. And by no means is he a bad Death and Taxes player. He's just a great magic player. So he can pick up the deck and obviously play it. But watching him play it is just like, oh. I know these lines, and sometimes he has to think about them for more than two seconds. It feels good. Yeah, makes you feel better seeing as he's a very fucking good player. Yeah, fuck yeah, he's the man, and he's honestly one of like the nicest people in the entire world. So it's it's cool I've to honestly, see him succeed. It's cool to see him do good. I was yeah. really happy to see him take down or at least make top eight of uh, Eternal Weekend. Hopefully, he can run it back, and he loses to me in the finals. Never making it in Texas. I want I want to make it to top eight. Maybe. We'll see. Or top, top 16. I'll be happy with literally fucking anything. Honestly, I just love fucking playing Legacy. Just, but yeah, where where play can him. you find this this Cyrus Cormac Gill character? At? So on t- the Twitter, also known as Twitter, he is at Cyrus CGMTG, which is C-Y-R-U-S-C-G-M-T-G. And yes, he uh, actually does a bunch of Twitch streams. Yeah, he was out of the Twitch game for a while. Because I think he had some stuff going on with whatever school or whatever's going on in his personal life. Uh, but he's been streaming more lately, and it's been really entertaining. You can find yeah. him on Twitch at... Cyrus CG. Yes, sir. Which he will oftentimes post about on his Twitter when he's twitching. A hundred percent. If you follow him on Twitter, you'll be able to see him on Twitch whenever. Because he posts when he's about to Twitch. Yeah, and he's but... the man. He's the man. Even if you don't know anything about the legacy format. He fosters a really good community in his Twitch streams for even people that don't really understand the format. If he's streaming storm, maybe he might not understand it. Cause he's just going to be blowing through it. But if he's doing anything else, like he's engaged, his chat is engaged. I recommend that stream highly. Yeah. hundred percent. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Well, Matt, um, I have some homework for you for next week. I don't like homework. Fucking play some goddamn magic. You, piece of shit we have a fucking podcast learn how to play the goddamn game i just didn't have time (laughs) i get it don't worry about it this weekend i'm actually renting a boat to go fishing so oh are you gonna go fucking bow fishing like you you were telling me about 
No, but that is on the agenda. I just haven't bought uh, the stuff to put on my bow to go bow fishing. <laughs> it is going to happen. It's just going to happen. So, All right, I'm dude. Well, me some in between fishy. fucking shoving your thumb in your ass and fishing, maybe try to play some fucking magic. You, you downloaded Magic Arena. I did during this fucking during this you seen podcast. To, you seen it. it should be downloaded by now. Hold on, I can check. Fuck yeah! I mean, Give just me, uh, play, play the game. Third fucking All right, dude. Well, I will talk to you next week, and everybody out there, we will see you next week. Peace out, nerds. Fucking later. Peace. <laughs>